Hello friends, thanks for tuning in. Really glad you could join us. Welcome to the Physio Chains Education Interview Series. So today we are coming at you from Miami, Florida. And it's January. It is January. There's like nothing and it better. is like 80 degrees outside. It is <laughs> awesome. So I have to tell you, I love being in Florida in January in 80 degree weather. Especially when you're from the Northeast, right? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so um, I'm glad you could tune in today. I've really been looking forward to this trip. And then very specifically, I've been looking forward to uh, interviewing my special guest here today. She happens to be the founder of Fit and Thick. And... I'm just going to introduce her. I could say so many different things, and we're going to get to all that when we start talking. But I'd like to welcome my very special guest, Nicole Mejia. Thank, Thank you. you so much Thank for joining me. Thank you so much me. for having me and for coming out. Well, oh, it's my pleasure, my pleasure. You're doing some really cool stuff. Thank I mean, you. I uh, learned about you through my daughter a couple of years ago. So then I started following you. And, you know, we're going to get to all the things that she's doing here. Um, get um, Fit and Thick has grown tremendously mm -hmm. in the past three years, right? Yep, it's it's been, we just had our three-year anniversary. Three-year anniversary? Yep. It's incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let me ask you this. We'll just start right off with this. What is your primary goal? Primary goal? Um, I think it is ever-evolving. Um, as I continue to grow and learn more about myself and about the business world in general, I, I honestly... I started working when I was, um, well, I started babysitting when I was like 14 years old. So I started working and contributing to, to my future and my family's future when I was 14 years old, got my first job at 16, mm -hmm. but never in my life worked in the corporate setting. I've never had an office job. I had, I was always a lifeguard or a tutor or a babysitter. So I am, as I learn more and more about the business environment, um, my goals are changing, you know, just like my responsibilities are always changing. You know, when I when I started Fit and Thick, I didn't realize like the amount of responsibility that owning a business entails. And um, because of that, you know, my goals have always kind of shifted. But I think that one thing that always remains true is my need and my desire to progress forward and to inspire. I, I, I love having impact. Um, whatever that is, whether it's I Snapchat a, a supplement that I'm taking and someone snaps me back and says, hey, is this the one? Like, I'm buying it right now. Like, that to me is so fulfilling and so amazing. So just to continue to do that in whatever medium, platform, right. direction I can possibly take it. So you're basically, you know, your goal, when I look at your goal, I see it as wanting to empower people. Mm -hmm. Empower women. Right. Empower people. We were talking about that off camera beforehand, how, um, you know, empowering women, mm -hmm. but in a lot of situations, you know, men will be in, yeah. the, in the presence, maybe yeah. photographers, videographers, and they walk away yep. inspired, right? Yes, yes. Um, we have, when we go on tour, um, we usually have a photographer or a videographer there, and it's just been really awesome to see, and even, you know, my social media community that, that I have men that reach out and say, I see what you did for my wife, or I see the way that you're following your dreams, that inspires me. Even though, you know, we're doing it in predominantly the female space, it's still empowering. There are male feminists, you sure. know, there are male feminists, and, and we're speaking to them, we're touching them, you know, and it's awesome. I, I never, I never saw that in my future, you know, and, and now that I'm living it, it's really blowing my mind, you know, um, because when I started, I was taking photos, like I, I was modeling, and being in a place where you are, not that there's anything wrong with modeling, not that there's anything wrong with being in a bikini or lingerie, 
um, but it comes with a certain stigma. And you are looked at, especially by men, in a certain way. So now to be looked at and inspire those same men in a completely different way is empowering to me. Yeah, that's yeah. great. That, Thank you. That is so cool. So I'm just curious, like, what was the uh, catalyst or the motivation that led you to want to empower other people? Um, so I think it was like a snowball effect of things. Um, when I, I, I grew up and I, I struggled with body image, mm -hmm. um, grew up overweight, and like 90% of the people out there, especially females, I was trained to think by society, by... TV, magazines, even, you know, the people in, in my, in my um, community, like my, like my parents, my aunts, just because they didn't know, that in order to lose weight, you need to severely cut your calories, you need to starve yourself, you need to exercise to an extreme point, you know, and those are the patterns and those are the habits that I developed, and it was like always a destructive Thing. And even though I may have looked the way that I wanted to, I never felt the way that I had wanted to. It never, reaching a, a certain aesthetic goal never really uh, satisfied me on an internal level. <clears throat> Which now, you know, we fit in thick. The core um, mission and movement is to accept yourself first. Because if you don't accept yourself where you are right now, you will never be happy when you get to where you want to go. Yeah, so we, we, yeah, so now we do it the flip side. Yeah. Um, but when I started modeling and I started putting myself out there on social media, coming from a past where I struggled with acceptance and identity, um, when I started receiving some of these comments that were like, you know, you need to get your breasts done, your legs look like horse legs, your teeth, they're horse teeth, like you have mountains on your forehead, all of these negative comments that I received, yeah. it's like, okay, you have, you have a decision in life. You can either say, I am those things. That is who I am. Mm -hmm. Right, and then I'm limited by those things, those judgments. So this kind of like defined you in a sense, right? Right, right. Like, even though they shouldn't, right? But they could. They if you could have, right? Right, or I could say, "F this. Uh -huh. This is who I am. I'm okay with it, and I'm going to, I'm going to make something out of it." You know, yeah. and and the one thing that I got the most bullying from throughout my life was my legs, and I found a way to make. A business off of them. I've, I found a way to take my biggest insecurity, my biggest flaw, and make it something that is my my greatest defining attribute. You know, and that's that is empowering. And then through that, once you, I we did a tour called um, Stay Fit Within, which was last year, 2015, 2015, not last year. Wow, 2015. Um, and I I told the the girls like when you accept yourself. When you stop all this negative self-talk and self-thought, it's like these blinds come down in front of you and you can see your future. You can see the world for what it is. You can see opportunities that you never saw before and that's exactly what happened to me and it was just like a snowball effect and now we're here. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. So uh, like um, Instagram, yeah. 1.4 million followers yeah. now. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, that's really something because that's, and Snapchat, I don't know, actually, I don't know a lot about that. Mm -hmm. I use it a little bit, but um, it's just so, you're having, you're, you're reaching deep. So this growth has happened. It's been like quantum, right? The past three years. Mm -hmm. What does quantum mean? Quantum. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, no. I always hear like quantum physics and I'm like, what does that mean? It means it's just huge. Okay. It's beyond, like not definable. Yeah, quantum growth. Yeah, exactly. To the yeah. umpteenth power. It's like exponential growth. Okay. Okay. Yep. Like the universe. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So, you know, in a way, now this interview is 
this is about her, but I want to just chime in with of about something of how I can relate to what mm -hmm. you're talking about. Because, you know, up till a few years ago, I was primarily, you know, I was a drummer, was my main thing, right? Okay, so I was a drummer, yeah, musician. And I didn't really get into the fitness thing till seven and a half, eight years ago. Wow, you know? that's so cool. Um, and I was a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. And I was unhealthy, unfit. Um, huh. You know, by before and after pictures, they look a lot different, thankfully, than <laughs> I used to. But I remember how I used to think and feel. You know, I remember feeling self-defeated. Other people would always say, oh, Carl, you, 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 can, you have so much potential. You can do so much. But, you know, if you don't, if you don't have it here and you don't believe it here, then you're not going to get there, right? It, or it's going to be really hard. And you have to start to think that way. And um, fortunately, I found some good mentors uh, who, who inspired me in actually just getting active, getting moving, Changing my physique Changing was the state. first thing. Yeah, Changing so you're state. Emotion, yeah, Tony Robbins. <laughs> right? Not to coin Tony Robbins, but yeah. Yeah, we were talking about Tony before we started the camera here. Um, we're both fans of Tony. But yeah, just the fact that moving makes you feel better, right? Even if you don't lose weight, you're not going to lose it in one workout, but you feel better. Right. So it's amazing, right? right? So it's been a process. So I can, uh, yeah, I, can I, think, I think that's something that, sorry to cut you off, no, but I think fine. that's something like you just said, it's a process. I think that's something that I, I really tried to stress most recently because we live in the age of instant gratification. Uh -huh. People want a song, they download it. People want to watch a, a musician in concert, they YouTube it. People want to lose weight, they think everything in life is going to be the same way, so they're like, I want to change my life, why Why isn't it happening? Why I, I worked out today, why isn't it happening? Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it is the health and the body and fitness, it is the one thing, and just self-development, it's like the one thing that really, really still relies on consistency. Mm -hmm. Every single day, you have to work at it. Yep, it is a daily thing. But it does snowball and it does, you know. You have momentum. It's really cool. It's really very, cool. Very, cool, yes. So one of the good things for you, though, mm -hmm. is uh, you're a lot younger than I am when you started. I don't <laughs> I was late, sometimes. <laughs> I, was, I was a late bloomer, but, you know, better late than never. So. Amen. Amen. <laughs> My mom was the same way. My mom went back to school in her late 40s, and now she's a teacher. She was a stay-at-home mom her whole life. And, you know, all of her... Kids graduated, left the nest, and she was like, all right, I'm going to go find my purpose. And she has, and it's beautiful, and it's inspiring to me, you know? So. That's awesome. Yeah. So I have a list of questions. Yes. And we're kind of going in order, but not, not necessarily. That's okay. We're going with the flow. <laughs> it's an organic go with the flow thing. So um, I'm just curious, like, do you have a particular approach, like, when you're looking to inspire somebody mm -hmm. or reach out and empower or deliver a certain message that would accomplish those things, is there an approach that you have? Like, is there a, a, a perspective or a mindset? Uh, relatability. How do you see it? Relatability. Mm -hmm. it's, it's about um, people are craving um, connection. People are craving right connection. They they are they want to believe that they are not alone. They want to believe that, or they want to feel like they're not alone. Like they're not um, in this struggle alone. And and they're you know especially through social media, there's like this facade. This is what my life is. I'm in Fiji right now, and then I have this Chanel purse, and I have this Louboutin shoes, and you know yeah, my 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 husband's great. He bought me a thousand roses. Like you never see the struggle. Even though every person has struggle, mm -hmm. every person has self-doubt, every person has shitty days, you know, that's just the reality of, of humanity. Mm -hmm. And instead of showing that, that the, those raw moments, everyone is trying to cover them up. And so there's like this superficiality 
and then people feel like they just can't relate. We're always striving to become that person who has 2 million followers on Instagram and drives a Ferrari, but we can't relate to them, you know? So just by sharing, if I'm having a crappy day, I go on Snapchat and I rant. Some people don't like it. Some people don't like it. You know, it's not for everybody, but for the people who like, for the people who are feeling exactly that same way, it, it has the potential to change their life or change that their day. And that to me is, is, so important you know um, that connection i love it you know i'm glad you brought that up because actually when i think about uh, when i work with clients mm -hmm. especially uh, the clients who are looking to lose weight uh, because i was a lot heavier if they didn't know me back then they actually think i was just always like this and i'm not even in that great a shape you know i still got a little punch happening or whatever but i'm not like this anymore but but the thing is is the relatability actually you're right about that them. and i think that's something that makes them uh, realize they aren't alone and, and it's really it. important yeah and it's possible yes especially you if you've been there yes. and you're relating yes so you give hope yes exactly. which gives inspiration exactly. awesome yes i love yes. it that's really cool really cool yeah I, I always tell my instructors um you know if they're having issues motivating their clients i, I tell them one of my instructors, she runs half marathons. I'm like, you know, her, her class was struggling with running because every Tuesday we do a mile. And I, I was telling her, share with your, does your class know that you run half marathons? And she's like, no. And I was like, share with them. That is so awesome. Like yeah. my instructor runs about half marathons and she teaches classes and she like, you know, works in the business setting. Like I could do that, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this. Yes. You do tours, you mm -hmm. have classes. Can you tell us what's coming up? What is coming up? Okay, so we're closing out our, our third annual tour. It's called the One, Two, Threes of Counting Macros, mm -hmm. uh, which is a much more in-depth um, kind of niche tour. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's, you know, counting macros, it may not be for everyone. It's definitely for the more like systematic, organized person or someone who really, really wants to take control of their relationship with food um, but what we're going to do now is because we just released the app we're going to focus now on doing more fitness based um, events and I want to I want to I don't know I want to do so we're still like in the infant planning stages but we want to do something that's more like like a fun energetic event where there's live music like everyone's super high energy and make it just like something that's you know you're high when you leave kind of thing you know yeah, because yeah. because one thing that I, I I will say about fit and thick, you know, there are a million fitness programs out there. There are a million bikini models turned fitness trainers mm -hmm. now. There's True. a million Instagram stars, True. but what sets fit and thick apart is the community. It's the mm -hmm. fact that when you are in this environment, when you are around these women, you feel safe, and when you feel safe, you can truly do anything. You know, yeah. this fear that we have that 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 consumes us, it really closes our minds off. When we feel safe and secure, it's like you can think of new ideas, you can you can think of new possibilities, and that's what we really like to provide. So um, we're gonna you know fo continue to focus on the app. Uh, I'm I'm actually working on a YouTube channel as well. Oh, yeah, good. <laughs> uh, good. Uh, so this is like synchronicity in that as well. Um, I really want to get into corrective exercise. I want to get more into like the holistic wellness side of things and, and the mind and, and, and just continue to inspire and empower women. Look what I wrote down. Corrective that's exercise. That's the next question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, I, um, How did I discover I'm corrective more, exercise? Yeah, actually, yeah. How did you discover it? Uh, that's like my thing. I, I love, uh, well, I love all the brainy. I'm a total geek out on the neuro brainy stuff. He plays Pokemon. <laughs> 
girls level Okay, it's out now. It's not a secret anymore, and that's okay. Yeah, 22, look. level 22. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. You'd be surprised how many people play. Just gonna own it. Just own so it. you know what I do, though? So I'm going to have to qualify this now, justify it, is, yeah, I like it. It's weird. But I when I go running, I, I run and I, I catch them on my runs. Yeah. The, the stops. I get the, like, the, the stops with the spinny things because... Uh, it gives me a goal to run in certain Yeah, places. there you go. There you go. Whatever motivates you, just gonna find it. Of course, if you have the app going while you're running, then you you can you can hatch eggs. Right? He's got it figured out to a science. Oh, I totally got this figured out. If you are a pokey guy, a pokey girl. So back to corrective <laughs> exercise. <laughs> uh, corrective exercise is is like my thing. Besides the neural brainy stuff that I love, um, I the corrective exercise just I think is so powerful. How did you discover it? And what are you doing with it? You just did CES, Yeah, right? I, just, I just took my test. All right. Yeah, I took my CES test. CES is an awesome program. So we have a lot of trainers who watch and listen to this program, too. So if you don't have NASM CES, oh, Corrective Exercise Specialist, you definitely need to check it out. It's awesome. probably one of the best things you can ever do Absolutely for awesome. your clients and yourself. How did you, you find out about it? Okay, so I... I was telling you earlier, when I first got started, I had started my teaching my classes since I, I was modeling and one of my friends owned a gym and he's like, hey, why don't you teach some classes here? You know, you can do it at my gym, my facility, I'll put it on, you just, your, your face, whatever. So I started that and I was like, holy crap, like I actually really like this. I actually, I, this is like, there's something to this, you know? So then I was like, all right, I need to get, I need to get certified. But at that time, I had just started my business. I was so busy and those of you who know, you can you can study to memorize and then you can study to retain. You, yeah, you can you oh. can practice to retain. So because I had so much going on at that time, I was like, let me just memorize this and get through it and retain what I need that applies to me. Because I never I've never done actually one on one personal training. I've always just done group training. And I just whatever that was that. Now I got to the point where it was my two year research my CE um, my CEUs were due and. It was like you can either pay to recertify for life or you can really take the time out and you can do this shit, you know? And, and that's what I was like, I'm going to do this. Like, I, 2016 was a weird year for me. There wasn't a lot of growth. I was just like kind of stagnant. And when I got that email in December, it was like, this is an opportunity. And I had always planned to do women's fitness or the group training fitness since I have a group, women's group fitness class. And when I got to the corrective exercise, let me backtrack. I had gotten into an accident um, in September. Mm. I've gotten into a number of serious accidents, and like my body just felt like this, oh, and tense yeah, right. and horrible, and all the flying, and I just yeah. felt horrible. And so I was like, I can't live like this. You know, little things like working out are now extremely painful. This is not. This is not sustainable. And then the more that I talked about my pain, the more that I'm realizing everyone's in pain. Everyone yeah, is in true. chronic pain. pain out there. Everyone, but yeah. we think it's normal. We're like, oh, it's just normal to have a to have a bad back. Like. No, it's not normal to have a bad back. It's just we sit on our asses all day. We're not designed to sit on our asses all day without stretching and exercising. I'm so you know? glad you said that. Yeah. That's another one. So, and I'm interrupting you. That's what all of the human movement gurus out there, a lot of them are my friends or I've interviewed them or whatever. We were not designed to sit all no. the time. Yet we do. You know, and I'm on planes a lot too. Planes wrecked my body. But I have to do stuff to counteract that. So go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. no, no, you're yeah. fine. Um, so... I started reading all the descriptions of all the courses that Nazem had offered to recertify and I saw corrective exercise and I was like, this is a sign. This is a sign. Yeah. I'm going to do it. And I just jumped in. I did all of the material in a week. I literally just 
fucking shoot my language. I just dived in. I completely dived in and and dove in. Is that, I don't know where. You dove in. I dove in. Um, and then I just started to practice. Like I would I would call the girls in and I'm like, alright, I need you to do an overhead squat assessment. Put your hands up like this. Okay, now we're gonna elevate your heels and we're gonna see. Okay, your, ah, your hips are tight, your calves are tight. Nice. And and I was like, this is cool. Yeah. I can tell you exactly where you're tight, which muscle, how to stretch it, how to relieve it, and like that is like. It's, it yeah. just like makes me high with excitement. So, so um, that stuff is empowering also, oh, right? Because you can so change. It, so I have to interrupt too. Just one of my favorite things when I do overhead squat assessment with a brand new client or I reassess, you know, because I reassess often, but especially the first time mm -hmm. they've never done it and their heels want to rise, mm -hmm. right? Anyway, so if we just do calves, low, lateral gastroc, let's say we just get those done, just that alone, and then they squat again and they feel better. Sold. They're buying a package of sessions because they're, they're like, this is cool. Yeah. So go ahead. I'm no, sorry. no, no. It's it's so crazy because I'm actually dealing with that with one of my girls who, she, you know, her toes turn out, her feet flat. It's literally like a classic case of, of what you see in an ASM um, case study. And I've I have her foam rolling and stretching. We haven't gotten to activation or integration yet, but just that alone, she's like, I can't believe like my balance is better. Mm -hmm. I feel better. My back doesn't hurt as much. So it's 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 amazing to be yeah. able to do. Um, but I've always had you know this this deep rooted fascination with the human body. Mm -hmm. um, I went to nursing school, and when I I, I came to a point in my life where I was like, all right, I'm either going to continue with nursing or I'm going to start this business. Mm -hmm. And I chose to start this business. I, ha I have one semester left of my nursing program. And everyone, whenever I tell people that, they're like, are you crazy? Are you crazy? Go back. Get it. Get it. It's going to give you so much credibility. And it's like, no. As Tony Robbins says, if you want to take the island, you burn the boats. And I'm, I'm all in. I'm all into this business. I'm all into yeah. helping people. Well, that's, and that's it's important. like, yeah. that. I don't have a fallback plan. You know? Like, this is what is my passion, this is what fulfills me, and this is what I'm going to do, so. I love that. That's, Thank you. That's empowering too, I mean, it's just, it's really cool. Thank you. Really cool. Um, what do you want to talk about next? I have a question, basically, no, let's go back, corrective exercise, how are you, are you, are you using it in your group classes at all? I have plans to do that, I'm yes, curious. I've started to... I just took my test two days ago, so I didn't really want to do too much, um, I guess, I didn't, I didn't want to like do too much corrective exercise um, techniques, I'm sorry, with my, with my girls until I really had a full picture of it. Sure. And now that I'm yeah. realizing, especially after doing the case studies at the end of the course, is that the only way to really get familiar with it is to practice, you know, yep. is to is to have a client that you're working with one on one or even in a group setting. So what I've started to do is talk about just posture and to get them in tune with what they're doing, because and that's one thing that I, I, I don't know if you're going to cut this out, but I, I personally think that the core, course lacks is the connection of the mind to the muscle and the power of the mind when you're trying to fix a problem. Whether it be a problem laid out in front of you, a math problem, a problem in work, a problem with a relationship, a problem where you're trying to fix something physically in your body, yeah. you, you have to have a connection, right? So, and you have to be aware of what feels imbalanced. Like, for example, when I found out that I have in some to some degree, upper cross syndrome, I never thought I did. Mm -hmm. But when I realized how tight all of this was oh, and yeah. how I had limited mobility in my shoulders, oh. I was like, 
I was like, I didn't, yeah. I never even noticed. And then when I started to correct that posture, a lot of the pain in my back went away. And it was like, wow, you know, I, if I would have never read this course, if this, this course never taught me that, I would have never known and I would have never realized the importance of correcting it. So I'm a firm believer in learn why, teach, teach and learn why something is good for you, why you want to do something, because you will have a better chance of, um, you know, continuing and, and, and being committed to that change. And you're also adding the, the mind connection to it too. So, you know, I won't cut that out because I think it's actually great that you mentioned that. And I've been around a lot of the NASM crew, the corporate and the um, master instructors and all that. And, you know, they all have their own ways of teaching these courses, mm -hmm. you know, like a CES live workshop, for example. And you'll see, I've been to uh, different different teachings, and there are uh, some who approach, and they actually will, you know, they want the concentration, the, the, like, focus on what you're doing. Cool. And so, um, I think, probably in the live workshops, most of them do that. Um, but I'm glad you brought it up, because... People out there may not, you know, they may not have thought of this. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important to be, be mindful of what it is that you're working on. And even if you're lifting weights, you know, when you're doing the rep, be mindful of the squeeze at the top if you're pushing some iron or whatever right. you're doing, you know. Right, right. So that's power too. That's right, powerful. which in, in a sense is also meditation. You know, if you really want to take it down a mind, a mind. Yeah, you're um, narrowing really, the focus right. to. Right, the something. task at hand. Right. And that's, that's one thing that, like, I, in the past year, I've really, like, come full circle in my mind at, about what meditation is, you know, because I've always thought I have to listen to an hour of this chanting, which stresses me out. I am like, go, 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 go all the time. You know, I have a million, my brain works in like little segmented thoughts. So to try to quiet that to that degree for that long stresses me out. But now I realize I can meditate while I'm washing dishes. I can meditate while I'm in the shower. I can meditate while I'm cleaning. I can meditate while I'm doing physical things and just focus my mind at the t on the task at hand and you can do the same thing while you're working out you know which allows yeah, your, your I, brain the, the chance to file away everything that you're you dealt with throughout the day well, i really like that we were talking about some of uh, uh, mind stuff before we started the camera um and i think what's interesting is the power we have mm -hmm. that a lot of times we don't know that we have it until we try to discover it or somebody shares the fact that you know maybe if just shift your focus and you start off in baby steps and then you use 10 seconds of focus and then you're, you're out of it and then 20 seconds whatever is the idea though the way I look at it is um, as difficult as it can be a lot of times we do have the choice of what we think it, it's not believe me it's not easy and I, it's a struggle every single day mm -hmm. there are things I think that I wish I wasn't thinking mm -hmm. and then I think wait I don't want to think that so do I need to think that? Is it important I think that right now? No? Okay, well then I'm not going to. So I, you know, and it's actually changed the quality of my life. Yes, yes. So life is so much better now. You know, yes. it's free will. You know, I don't know any other creatures on earth that, I guess, they have free will to a, de a degree, but we have the awareness that we actually have free will. Yes, yes, right? yes. Like, you know something and then you know you know it. Yes, yes. Versus positive, you know something yes. and you don't know it. <laughs> It's pretty interesting. It is um, very, very interesting. But I also think that people have to get to the point where they are ready to. And I, I, don't, I don't know if rock bottom is the right terminology because 
I didn't hit rock bottom yeah. when I when I found this, but you get to a point where you're just like fed up, you know, where you're just yeah. like, all right, you know, there, there there's a difference between saying I should do this, I should do this, oh I gotta do that, one day I gotta do this, I gotta do this, and and or I am doing this, I'm doing this right now, or I'm writing it down and I'm putting it in my planner because I'm gonna do it on Saturday, you know, there there's a difference between that and when people say I'm ready to hear this, I'm ready to accept that I can decide whether or not I'm looking at something, like for example, um, Noelle and I are about to um, do a series of detoxes right now mm -hmm. because, you know, the, the tours really take a toll on our body, mm -hmm. just the stress. Mm -hmm. And, and um, I actually found out um, a few months ago that I have, I have a genetic mutation when it comes to detoxing. Mm -hmm. So the fact that, that, you know, I have all this stress in my life and all these toxins when I'm flying or whatever, I... I want to detox my body properly. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do a series of uh, detox. I'm going to do colon, then parasite, then kidney, then liver. And nothing too aggressive, like nothing where it's like the, just the juice fast or anything like that. Um, but just daily things that I'm working at every single day to, mm -hmm. to kind of detox my body. And um, I can either look at, you know, you can't have too much caffeine when you're doing detoxes. So I can either look at that one of two ways. I can say, I can't have coffee, which is a negative association, mm -hmm. right? I'm I'm focusing on what I can't do, what I can't have, what and and what that can't is going to mean for my productivity, for my energy level, for my concentration, right? And so now I'm just stressing about all these negative things that are going to come out of the fact that I can't do something. Or I can say, I'm going to clean out my liver. I'm going to clean out the most important organs in my body. I'm going to be able to think clear because I'm going to be free of toxins. And so that, and, and I get to, you know, eat all this fresh food and try all these new things and learn all these things and then share that with my community, which fulfills me. That's not what I'm going to focus on, yeah. you know, and that is, awesome. that is the choice. Yeah. Thank you. That yeah, is the yeah, choice. That's great. That's great. Yeah. So, so, and, and that's another thing that I'm trying to instill in my girls in class. It's like, it's like, oh, what can I eat right now? I don't know what to eat. It's like, what do you get to eat? What do you get to eat now that you worked out? It's like, now you get to go and feed your body, you know, and repair your muscle. It's just changing the frame that you're looking at things gives you this whole new perspective and this whole new, like, like we talked about earlier, just momentum to continue doing that. Yeah, that's really cool. You really have a lot of waves of, like, empowering. I Thank mean, you. all these different avenues you get to it through. Like, that's really, I love that. Thank you. Thank you so I, much. I love this kind of stuff. Um, so I have three You feminist or what? I, of course. Yeah, good, of good, good. <laughs> you can't come into this office and say that you're not. You're like, uh, I guess I'm about this. That's a no-brainer. It's an absolute no-brainer. You have a daughter. You have a daughter. Totally. Right, and you want to empower. She's awesome. Yeah, empower all, everyone. Yes, everyone. everyone. Yeah, empowered. men and women. Yes. And I think, unfortunately, yes. I, I'm sorry to say it, I think that women are at a disadvantage in a lot of cases, but uh, they don't. they don't have to be. Right. You know, and that, that, that part of it is on them to be aware that they don't right. have to be. And make the choice. Part yeah. of it is on us mm -hmm. to make sure that we're not idiots. Mm -hmm. Right? Right, right. Uh, there's a book that my aunt just got me for Christmas. I haven't started it yet because I was so focused on this on the course, but my little sister's reading it. It's called Lean In. And it was written by the COO of Facebook. Oh. Okay? And she, she actually was. Um, I think she hired over a thousand people for for Google. She worked for Google when it was like a nothing company. Mm -hmm. She helped build Google to what it is today, which wow. is freaking amazing. Yeah. Um, but she, Noelle was telling me in the book, she says that um, it's not just on women 
to, 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 you know, raise the bar and to even out the playing field, it's, it's, a it's, a, it's a joint effort between men and women to realize that we are equal and that we can't do it together. So it's yeah. interesting. I gotta check that out. Yeah, I'm, lean in. I'm a lean in. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, okay. Yes. Three questions. Okay. Number one, what? How would you describe the key components that led to your success and where you are now? Uh, key components. Okay. I think that part of it is pure naivety. Like I, I genuinely had no idea. I never took a business course. I never worked in a business setting. So because of that, I never had standards in my mind of what business should be or how a company should be run or how a company should be started. It was just like, this is my passion. This is my idea. Let's go, you know? And, and I was never, and, and I, I found that the bigger that we got and the more employees I had and the more pressure I felt. And when I started to ask my lawyer, my accountant, well, what's typical? How does a business typically run? And I remember my, my that's when I started to be like constrained, you know, and my lawyer sat me down one day and he's like, it doesn't matter what other businesses do. You didn't get here by doing what other businesses do. You got here by doing things differently. So that's what you got to do. You create your own standard in your business. And so that's been something that, you know, I've started implementing again recently. And, and it's just, it, it helps you think outside the box, you know, like you don't have to, do, just because it's never been done before doesn't mean you can't do it. And that's kind of a cliche, but it's 100% sure. Yeah, true. so it, it, within you are things, qualities right. that, are, that are causing you to realize success. Mm -hmm. And like, what would you say are the, the top two or three? Drive. Um, passion, probably. Passion. Yeah. Yes, crazy passion, and also just like a. There's a thing. It's out there. Yeah, it's, create what yeah, sets your yeah. heart on fire. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, so, what did I say? Passion, um, drive, drive, and ambition. Mm -hmm. I, 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 like. There's no. I feel like there's no ceiling. You know, the, the more that I learn, the more that I grow, the more that I achieve, the more that I want to achieve, right. which can be a double-edged sword. You know, you can sometimes get a little overly ambitious or selfish, and, and that's always something that I have to kind of keep in check. But, but luckily, I have a team that is very grounded and mm -hmm. keeps me grounded. Yeah, you know, that's really as well. So, you have that support there. That's, yes. That's amazing. Let me ask you this question. Yes. For the audience, mm -hmm. if there was one takeaway message you want to, the, the, the thing you want them to remember the most, what would that be? Um,. Okay, so that when you are trying to make a, a life and fitness, a, a, a health and fitness change, um, that you have to accept where you are right now. I, I always use the analogy, if you want to go somewhere, you want to get somewhere, right? Let's use a car and a GPS. I want to physically go somewhere. If I don't know exactly where I am, if I don't put that in the GPS, which means I've accepted where I am, it will never be able to tell me what I have to do to get to where I want to go, okay? Yeah. So we have to be okay with where we are right now. We don't have to be satisfied with where we are right now. We can say, I want to do better. I am going to do better. But if we don't say, I love myself regardless, you're never going to get there. You're never going to find that happiness. So, and, and for the trainers out there, you have to instill that in your clients. You have to instill that in your clients. Like, I, I see so many women and so many men, just people who are successful and they're always so empty they're unsatisfied you know and they're searching and, and we're, we're fulfilling those voids with negative things and destructive things but we can find it within ourselves and it's it's up to us as leaders as trainers to help foster that that self-love 
So, yeah. yeah. I love that. Thank I you. Think that was so cool. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I mean, I, I guess I thought of that, but definitely not the way you just. Uh, yeah, actually, I just learned something really valuable. Like, and I can share that with clients too. It's like you get people who are real frustrated and their, their self image is, you know, down and it's not very high. And I love how you said that to accept or be okay with where you're at. Don't, you don't have to be satisfied. That should be a quote somewhere. Yeah. We yeah. need to put that up somewhere yes, between okay. down there because that is powerful. I gotta write it down. I gotta write it down. That is. Ah, well, you have it on. We have it on yeah, film. Yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, I'll get the transcript. That that's a new one. We're gonna frame yeah. that one. Seriously, yeah. that's oh, so thanks. powerful. Except where you are, you you can accept where you are, but don't. You don't have to be satisfied. Right. Those aren't the exact words. You can write it how you right. want. This is yours, but you can still have the hunger. message is there. Right. Yeah, the message is there. Yeah, I totally love that. Cool. Thanks. And on my bad days, which I have to be honest with you, I don't really have bad days. I have challenging days. But there are days where they're more challenging than others. And once in a blue moon, it's hardly ever anymore, but I'll start to question myself, mm -hmm. you know. That usually goes away in about 10 minutes. It's not like a two-week process anymore. But I'm going to remember that. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool. going to remember that. Cool. Well, this is awesome. I, I'm like just... Totally stoked to be yeah, here. Okay, really cool. Yeah, me too. It's me so too. This nice. is so fun. Um, can you please share your website? Because what we have, we have the video version. Okay, this goes on Facebook and all over and YouTube. But we, I, what I do is, a lot of you know, I extract the audio and I put it on iTunes. So for the listeners who are on the fly, mm -hmm. what is your website? Okay, my website is getfitandthick.com. That's G-E-T-F-I-T-A-N-D-T-H-I-C-K.com. Um, we offer women's fitness classes here in Miami three times a day, five days a week. We offer um, an online, um, I'm sorry, we have a, an app right now that's for the, the um, my bad, iOS users. <laughs> iOS users, so Apple users, but we are coming out with the Android version. We do nationwide tours. Um, we also have a merchandise line. We have apparel and equipment. Um, and yeah, hopefully so much more in the future, you know, we're, we're gonna, we're definitely gonna grow and empower. We also have ambassadors. We have a very strong community that, that is what sets us apart is, is our community. We are our community. So, um, I encourage all women and men, you know, we have a few male shirts as well, um, to come and join our community and, and feel the love and acceptance that is yeah, there because so cool. it, yeah, it's really, it's really awesome. Well, I know I'll be following you. And Thank maybe you. we can do this again sometime yes, down the sure. road, maybe yes. next year, and say, maybe when I come to New York, years, come to New York. Yeah. I'm in the city a lot. So, okay, yeah. so we'll coordinate next time I'm up there. there. Definitely. Well, thanks again. You're welcome. Yeah, thank Such you a so much pleasure. for joining me. Yeah, it's been a real honor for me. Thank you. Thank me you too. for watching. I hope you got a lot out of this. I got a lot out of this today. It's like, I'm going to be buzzing on this. Yeah, you're ready to go, like, now. conquer the world. I am. I'm going to conquer the world today. I'm going to do it today. Good, awesome. All right. Thanks so much to you. Thanks to you for watching. Have a fantastic day. Bye.